Welcome, dear listeners, to episode six of the Wind Moon Magic podcast. Thank you for all the suggestions of podcast topics you'd like to hear more about. I love all the creative suggestions and can't wait to cover this information for you. A bit of housekeeping before we begin. August 15th, my newest online course, Embracing Local Magic, drops for Inner Circle members only. Over the course of the week, we're going to explore ways to connect with your local center of power, tap into the primal energies of the land, and forge a deeper connection with our magical potential through plants, animals, the weather, our local geology, and of course, land spirits. You can find more information about that course on the website, windmoonmagic.com. Today, we're going to dive into solar magic per an Instagram suggestion. I love this topic as we are on the cusp of Lunasa, the first of the harvest festivals. There is no harvest without the magic of the sun. As the sun illuminates our world and fills our lives with warmth, it also holds incredible potential to enhance our spells and rituals. Today's episode explores solar spells, sun rituals, solar witches, and the deities connected to our star. As the sun graces us with its presence every day, it holds a significant place in the rhythm of our lives. Incorporating sun rituals into your practice is an excellent way to pay homage to this celestial force and align yourself with its cycles. There's something magical about starting our day with the gentle touch of morning sunshine on our skin. Plus, here are a few amazing health benefits that early morning exposure to sunlight offers. Sunlight is a natural source of vitamin D, a crucial nutrient that supports bone health, immune function, and overall well-being. Just a few minutes of morning sunshine can provide a significant dose of this vital vitamin. Sunlight triggers the release of serotonin, often referred to as the happy hormone. Exposure to early morning sunshine can boost your mood, reduce stress, and promote a sense of well-being, setting the tone for a positive and energized day. Early morning sunlight helps regulate our body's internal clock, known as the circadian rhythm. Exposure to natural light in the morning helps synchronize our sleep-wake cycle, enhancing sleep quality and overall energy levels throughout the day. I'd say those are some pretty worthwhile and magical benefits of sunshine, but how can we incorporate it into our daily magic practice as witches? These rituals I'm going to outline can be performed during specific solar events, such as solstices and equinoxes, or even as daily practices to welcome the sun's energy into your life. So my first suggestion is to start every day by greeting the sun at sunrise, stepping outside to feel its warmth on your skin. Close your eyes. Visualize the sun's rays enveloping you, infusing you with vitality and positivity. Express gratitude for the light it brings to the world and set intentions for the day ahead. You can also create a simple altar dedicated to the sun. Adorn it with symbols like sunflowers, citrine crystals, and yellow beeswax candles symbolizing its energy. Speaking of bees, they are a powerful sun symbol. Bees, with their diligent work ethic and association with honey, represent productivity, abundance, and the sweetness of life. Bees are also known for their connection to the sun through their reliance on sunlight for navigation and pollination. Incorporating bee symbolism or working with bee-related energy in your solar magic can attract abundance, enhance productivity, and foster a strong connection with nature's cycles. Some other animal guides you may wish to work with when performing solar magic include horses, falcons, and hawks, lions, roosters, and of course, the phoenix. 
The rooster is often associated with the sun and solar energy because of its crowing at daybreak, marking the beginning of a new day and symbolizing the rising sun. Roosters represent vitality, illumination, and the power of light. Horses have long been associated with the sun, freedom, and strength. With their graceful presence and ability to carry us swiftly, horses symbolize personal power, endurance, vitality. In solar magic, horses represent the ability to harness and channel the sun's energy. Working with horse imagery or incorporating equine symbolism can inspire you to embrace your personal power, maybe ignite your passions and gallop fearlessly toward your goals. Falcons and hawks, with their sharp eyesight and swift flight, represent keen perception, foresight, and clarity. Falcons are often associated with solar deities and are seen as messengers between the earthly and the divine realms. Invoking the falcon in your solar magic can help you gain clarity, heighten your intuition, and connect with the sun's transformative energy. The snake is a powerful symbol of transformation. By shedding its skin and emerging anew, it's associated with the sun's energy of rebirth and renewal. Snakes can help solar witches to embrace change and transformation and to release what no longer serves them. Here's a great example of how eclectic witchcraft works and why I personally find it so hard and really rather pointless to try to pick one type of witchcraft. Green and cottage witches often find themselves naturally drawn to solar witchcraft as their practices share a deep connection with nature and the cycles of the earth. Just as plants thrive under the nourishing rays of the sun, green and cottage witches find solace and inspiration in its warm glow. In green witchcraft, the focus is usually on working with herbs, plants, and the natural world to heal, manifest, and commune with the earth's energies. Cottage witchcraft embraces the domestic and nurturing aspects of magic, utilizing herbs, folk traditions, and a lot of hearth-centered practices to create you know, a harmonious home and a, a homey lifestyle. But when these paths merge with solar witchcraft, the sun becomes a guiding force, infusing our rituals and spell work with its transformative energy. Solar witches harness the power of the sun to ignite their intentions, boost their confidence, and celebrate the cycles of life. The sun is a source of inspiration, its vitality, its personal power. Green and solar witches both embrace the magic of herbs and plants. While green witches focus on the healing and nurturing properties of botanicals, solar witches incorporate sun-aligned herbs such as calendula, St. John's wort, and chamomile to infuse their spells and solar energy. So do you see how these three paths all overlap and weave together? They all honor the elements. They all have a special connection to fire. Solar witches harness the power of the sun's fire, while green and cottage witches appreciate fire's warmth and creative energy in their hearth-centered rituals. They all celebrate the cycles of nature. They all honor the solstices, the equinoxes, and other solar events. They infuse their rituals with gratitude, intention, and the connection to the earth. Now that we're past the summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere, we begin to see the days shorten and bid farewell to the warm embrace of summer, as we welcome the arrival of the harvest season. We are one, maybe two weeks out from Lunasa. Lunasa offers us a time to honor the abundance of nature and express gratitude for the bountiful gifts we receive, none of which would be possible without the sun. Lunasa marks the beginning of the harvest season, a time when the land yields its precious gifts, providing sustenance. It's an occasion to express gratitude for the abundance that nature bestows upon us and honor the tireless efforts of farmers 
and all of those in agricultural communities, take a moment to reflect on the gifts that surround you, whether it's the fresh produce at your local farmer's market or the homegrown herbs on your windowsill. There's a connection between nature's generosity and our well-being. Consider having a feast with friends and family or using locally sourced ingredients to celebrate the flavors and abundance of the season. Offer a heartfelt toast to the earth's abundance and especially to the power of the sun. Additionally, consider exploring ways to give back to nature during this time. Maybe visit a community garden, lend a hand in tending to the crops, or participate in a harvest festival where you can support local farmers and artisans. By actively engaging in the harvest spirit, you become an integral part of the cycle of abundance and gratitude. One of the cherished traditions associated with Lunasa is the crafting of corn dollies. These small handmade figures, made from dried corn husks or straw, carry symbolic significance and are believed to embody the spirit of the harvest. To make corn dollies, gather a few dried corn husks or a handful of straw and let your creativity soar as you fashion your own corn dolly. You can weave and shape the materials and as you do so, infuse the doll with your intentions for the upcoming season. Imagine the doll as a guardian of abundance, protecting your home and those you hold dear. Once your corn dolly is complete, find a place in your home, maybe a mantle or on the altar, or even hanging near your front door. Every time you catch sight of it, let it serve as a reminder to express gratitude for the blessings in your life and to embrace the transformative power of the harvest. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of corn dollies. I have two Lunasa activities I do every year. The first is to build a scarecrow for the garden. As my harvest is ripening, I need all the help I can get to keep the birds and the squirrels from taking everything. The raccoons don't seem to be deterred by the scarecrow, but I've pretty much given up on them and just account for what they'll take each year in my planning. My scarecrow is pretty traditional. I use old clothes or I pick up something like used coveralls at the thrift store, stuff him with straw, and I use shiny mirror eyes. He's actually pretty creepy. I'll post him on Instagram if you want to see. I also craft a harvest blessing jar to hold intentions, gratitude, and blessings during the season. I like to decorate an old jar with pressed flower decoupage and then fill it with small pieces of rolled paper. On each little roll of paper, very small, I write down a blessing or something I'm grateful for, even just wishes for the coming season. And then I tightly roll the paper and I tie it with thread. This beautiful jar becomes a tangible reminder of the abundance in my life and serves as a focal point for reflection and appreciation. It's so cool to see it fill up day after day after day. Lunasa beckons us to gather outdoors where we can fully immerse ourselves in the energy of nature and strengthen our bonds with loved ones. This is a time to celebrate the gifts of the land and engage in playful activities that embrace the spirit of the festival. Consider organizing a picnic, maybe in a nearby park or just inviting friends for drinks and a visit around the fire pit. Share some stories, laughter, delicious food, and just revel in the beauty of nature's abundance. Get the kids playing games like doing sack races or tug-of-war, which not only add an element of fun, but also symbolize the nature of life, where each season brings its own challenges and victories. It's still very hot here this time of year, so we love to get out buckets and sponges and host neighborhood relay races to fill buckets, using only what the sponge will hold. And if you get super hot, you can sacrifice squeezing your sponge into the bucket and squeeze it over your own head. If you prefer a more solitary celebration, maybe take a leisurely walk in nature. Allow the sights, sounds, and scents to awaken your senses. 
collect wildflowers, herbs, fallen leaves, acorns, along the way to create a harvest-inspired altar in your home, bringing a piece of the outdoors into your sacred space. I got a little sidetracked talking about Lunasa, but let's talk about spell work. When it comes to casting spells, the sun can be an invaluable ally, infusing your intentions with its fiery energy. Imagine standing in a sunlit spot with the golden rays embracing you and channeling that vibrant power into your spell work. Whether you're seeking to manifest abundance, attract love, or just boost your confidence, the sun can lend its strength to amplify your desires. One way to incorporate solar magic into your spell casting is through sun sigils. Craft a symbol representing your intention. Draw it on paper or in sand and then expose it to the sun. Visualize your goal and allow the sun's energy to charge the sigil, infusing it with potent magic. I think I've talked here about creating sigils or even just writing out your intentions and then taping them to face into the water you are charging in the moonlight. Well, guess what? This also works for solar infusions. Making sun tea? Add a blessing or an intention to the jar while it brews. The sunlight will pass through the paper, carrying your intention into the liquid within. Alternatively, you can create solar-infused oils by placing herbs and flowers in a jar filled with oil and then letting them bask in the sun for a few days. Use these oils to anoint candles or objects, intensifying their magical properties. This is how I make the Calendula Rose Salve I use every day. I have a couple specific spells to share with you today. The first is a solar energy cleansing spell, and it uses the sun's purifying fire. When it comes to cleansing and purifying our spaces, the sun's energy is a very potent ally. Choose a sunny day and open all the windows in your home to invite the sun's rays to dance and cleanse every nook and cranny. Turn on the ceiling fans, mop the floors, and wipe the windowsills and doorways with Florida water. I have an easy recipe for Florida water on the website that smells so good. Or concoct your own floor wash using herbs and flowers, even crystals. As the sunbeams flood your space, visualize them as a purifying fire, banishing any stagnant or negative energy. Some plants to work with in solar magic include sunflowers, calendula, chamomile, and these are all really easy, beautiful flowers to grow in your own witchy garden. The bees, the birds, the butterflies, they'll all thank you. And fairies love them too. The sunflower is the epitome of solar energy. It's closely associated with the sun because of its large golden petals and towering height. It symbolizes strength, resilience, vitality. Sunflowers are used in solar magic rituals to invoke the sun's energy, attract abundance, and enhance confidence. Calendula is a bright and cheerful flower. It's renowned for its vibrant orange or sometimes yellowish petals. It radiates warmth and positive energy. You can't look at calendula and not feel just happy. Calendula is used in solar magic to promote joy, success, and vitality, and it can be used in rituals related to healing, protection, and promoting positive outcomes. St. John's wort is an herb traditionally associated with the summer solstice. It has protective and purifying qualities, and it's used in rituals related to banishing negative energy and fostering emotional well-being. I like to use St. John's wort in protective magic. It's also associated with vitality, courage, and strength. Chamomile is a gentle herb with small daisy-like flowers that resemble miniature suns. It's associated with soothing and calming properties, making it a popular choice for rituals focused on relaxation, stress relief, and promoting peaceful energy. Chamomile is also associated with abundance and prosperity, but what's cool about chamomile is that while it's a solar flower, it's also a lunar herb. So when we're looking to bring balance, that yin-yang 
into our herbal concoctions or our spell work, chamomile packs a double punch. Rosemary is known for its strong and invigorating scent. It has a long history of use in rituals associated with protection, purification, and enhancing mental clarity. Rosemary is often used in solar magic because it stimulates energy and it promotes positive intentions. And then lemon. Bright and zesty lemon is not only associated with the sun because of its color, but also its energizing and purifying qualities. Lemon in solar magic brings us clarity. It lifts the spirits and it attracts abundance. It's often incorporated in rituals for cleansing, revitalization, and positive energy. I have a small lemon tree right at my front door to greet all who come to my home. Okay, second spell I want to share today, solar empowerment spell. This one is to boost your confidence and your vitality. To tap into the sun's fiery spirit and ignite your confidence, find a sunny spot outdoors or near a sunlit window where you can bask in the sun's radiant glow. Get comfortable, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths. Visualize the sun's golden rays pouring into your body, filling you with warmth and strength. Feel your inner fire growing brighter with each breath as you exhale. Release any self-doubt or insecurities. Allow the sun's energy to transform them into empowering confidence. To seal the spell, carry a small sunstone crystal in your pocket or wear it as a pendant. Allow its sunny energy to radiate with you throughout the day. As you interact with others or face challenges, imagine that sunstone infusing you with unwavering confidence. As its name suggests, sunstone embodies the energy of the sun. Its shimmering appearance reflects the radiance of sunlight. Sunstone is a joyful, vitality-boosting, personal power-enhancing crystal, and it can help boost motivation, optimism, self-expression. It's great for solar magic rituals. Some other crystals, let's see. Citrine, which is also known as the stone of abundance, resonates very strongly with solar energy. Its vibrant yellow color is warm and it has a vital feeling to it much like the sun most of the citrine we have access to is actually just heat treated quartz which it works too however it is worth tracking down a true piece of citrine citrine is believed to attract prosperity success and positive energy it's also associated with self-confidence and creativity and it's really excellent in solar magic With its fiery orange and red hues, carnelian, one of my favorites, embodies the energy of the sun's warmth and passion. It's often used in solar magic to enhance courage, confidence, and creativity. Carnelian is a great one for motivation and drive and helps us manifest our goals and ignite our own inner fire. Amber is not a traditional crystal. It's fossilized tree resin and it it carries a warmth and glow of the sun within it. You can tell real amber by its slightly waxy warm feel. It's never cold like glass or plastic, even other minerals. Amber is full of positivity, vitality, and protection. It's used to dispel negativity and to promote a sunny outlook. For years, I've been on the lookout for a beautiful piece of amber jewelry to wear, especially in the winter months when I'm longing for a bit of the sun's fire. The final stone I want to talk about is tiger's eye. With its shimmering golden hues, it's just full of solar energy. It promotes power, confidence, courage. It can assist in manifestation, increase self-esteem, and it provides a great deal of protection. All right, moving on. Spell number three. This is a solar abundance spell, and this is for manifesting prosperity and growth. So to perform this solar abundance spell, gather a small pot, potting soil, and sunflower seeds. 
Find a sunny spot in your garden or near a window where the pot can receive ample sunlight. Fill it up with soil and plant the sunflower seeds about half an inch to three quarters of an inch deep. Then gently pat the soil around them. As you do this, I want you to visualize your intentions for abundance. Envision your dreams taking root and flourishing just like the sunflower seeds are going to. Each day, you'll water the pot with love and care, watching as the sun's energy nurtures the seeds into magnificent sunflowers. As the sunflowers grow, so will your prosperity and abundance, so take good care of those little seedlings. Express gratitude to the sun each time you tend to your sunflowers, acknowledging its role in manifesting your intentions. Add a little extra to this spell by painting a sigil on the pot and maybe whisper what you wish to manifest over the sprouting seeds each time you water them. I touched on it, but let's talk for a moment about balance within our spell work. In solar magic, the energy of the sun is vibrant, hot, passionate, dynamic, right? It ignites our intentions, it fuels our creativity, it empowers our manifestations. However, too much fire energy without balance can lead to burnout and overwhelming intensity. To maintain equilibrium, it's important to embrace balance, incorporating elements that temper and harmonize the sun's fiery energy. I mentioned the balancing power of chamomile, but it's valuable to include at least one balancing element in your rituals and spells. This can be an herb, a crystal, it can be any tool that carries the energy of restoration, harmony, and grounding. Here are a few ideas to help balance out your solar magic practice. Herbs that are cooling and calming are wonderful. Lavender, for example, it brings a sense of tranquility and balance. Uh, Chamomile, I talked about. These herbs help to temper the intense heat of the sun and restore a sense of harmony. Or maybe you want to balance the fiery energy of the sun with the presence of other elemental energies. Incorporate water, air, earth into your solar magic to create a harmonious blend. For instance, you can use a small dish of water to represent the cooling and soothing properties of water. Or burn incense, and that'll infuse the air element into your rituals. Some grounding crystals might be hematite or black tourmaline. These can help stabilize and balance the energy in your spells. Design your solar magic rituals mindfully. Consider the interplay of energy and what you need for balance. Begin with a grounding meditation or a visualization to center yourself before embracing the fiery energy of the sun. As you progress through your ritual, incorporate moments of calm reflection, inviting a sense of balance and serenity. By weaving these elements into your practice, you create a space where the energy of the sun can flourish without overwhelming. Usually I start this podcast off with a bit of folklore or mythology, but we're going to be a bit out of order today. Sorry. So let's talk about it. Throughout history, cultures worldwide have revered solar deities, recognizing their immense power and influence. Invoking the energy and guidance of these radiant beings can deepen your connection to solar magic and infuse your rituals with their divine essence. One such deity is Ra. We're probably all familiar with the ancient Egyptian sun god. He's known for his golden disc and life-giving rays. Engage with Ra through meditation or by creating an altar dedicated to him. Adorn it with symbols like sun discs or statues. Seek his assistance in matters of healing, vitality, and self-empowerment. Another one I'm sure you're familiar with is Apollo, the Greek god of the sun, poetry, and music. He's another prominent solar deity. Call on Apollo's energy for artistic inspiration, creativity, enlightenment. Engage in activities that resonate with Apollo's domain, such as playing music or writing poetry. It's a great way to honor his influence in your life. In Japanese mythology, Amaterasu is considered one of the key 
deities, and I'm really sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm one of those people who I read a lot, and I actually speak very little. And so you've probably seen those TikToks where it's like, words I never knew how to pronounce because I'm a reader. That's me. Anyway, Amaterasu. The most well-known story involving Amaterasu centers around her retreat into a cave. And in this tale, her brother's unruly behavior caused chaos and destruction. And Amaterasu was overwhelmed by grief and anger, so she withdrew, hiding in the cave and plunging the world into darkness. The other gods had to devise a plan to lure her out using mirrors and a great big celebration. Curiosity sparked within Amaterasu as she peeked out to investigate the festivities and her light illuminated the world once again. Amaterasu's influence extends far beyond mythology, with her worship deeply ingrained into Japanese tradition and religious practices. She is considered the ancestral deity of the imperial family, and really her significance in shaping Japan's history and culture cannot be overstated. In Norse mythology, Sol is one of the divine figures within the cosmos, responsible for guiding the sun's chariot across the sky each day. She is the sister of Mani, the moon god, and together they embody the eternal dance of day and night. According to myth, Sol was pursued relentlessly by a powerful giant who sought to devour her and plunge the world into dark. And as a result, Sol is said to constantly flee this relentless pursuit, racing across the sky, never resting, never allowing him to catch up. Sol's name is derived from the Old Norse word for sun, reflecting her embodiment of its illuminating power. Our sun, our solar system sun, is named after Sol. As the bringer of light and warmth, Sol represents vitality, energy, and the cycle of life. She symbolizes the transformative and life-giving aspects of the sun, infusing the world with her radiant presence. Sol is often depicted as a radiant goddess with a shining crown or even a halo. Her golden chariot illuminating the heavens as she travels across the sky. Her brilliance inspires courage, hope, and the pursuit of knowledge. Saul's chariot ride symbolizes the eternal motion of celestial bodies, reminding us of the cyclical nature of life and the constant renewal that comes with each sunrise. Saul's worship and veneration were widespread in ancient Norse societies, particularly during the Viking Age. As agriculture played such a significant role in their lives, the Norse people relied heavily on the sun's light and warmth, especially living so far north, for successful harvests and survival. Thus, they held great reverence for Saul and recognized her importance in their daily lives. Today, Saul's influence continues to captivate those who seek connection with the sun's energy and its symbolism. She is invoked for courage, for vitality, spiritual enlightenment, as well as to honor the cycles of the sun and the seasons. Eos, known as Aurora in Roman mythology, is the goddess of dawn in Greek mythology. She's the daughter of the titans Hyperion and Thea, and sister to Helios, the sun, and Selene, the moon. Eos emerges at the crack of dawn, opening the gates of heaven to allow the sun's chariot to rise and bring light to the world. Depicted as a young and radiant goddess, Eos has rosy fingers and golden wings that carry her across the sky. She is often portrayed driving a chariot of her own, drawn by four swift horses, symbolizing the breaking of the night and the arrival of a new day. Eos brings the hope of a fresh start, stirring mortals and immortals alike with her vibrant energy. Then we have Himera, who is not as extensively known as that of other Greek gods and goddesses, but her presence is essential in maintaining the balance between day and night. As night and day are in a perpetual cycle, Himera hands the celestial reins to her brother, Nyx, 
as evening approaches, allowing the world to be blanketed in darkness until dawn. Remember, connecting with solar deities is a personal experience, and each deity holds unique qualities. Go ahead, explore different traditions and cultures. Find the solar deity that resonates with you the most, forging a meaningful bond that fuels your personal magical journey. Creating a sacred space dedicated to solar energy allows us to connect deeply with the transformative power of the sun and infuse our rituals with its radiant essence. So grab your candles and your crystals. Let's embark on a journey to illuminate our ritual spaces with the warmth, joy, and vitality of the sun, especially this Lunasa season. Designing a solar altar is a beautiful way to honor the sun's energy, and it creates a space that's just infused with solar radiance in your home. Here are a few ideas. Opt for vibrant colors reminiscent of the sun, such as shades of yellow, gold, orange. This sets an energetic tone for your altar. These hues capture the warmth and vitality and transformative power of the sun. Incorporate symbols associated with the sun, such as sun disks, sunflowers, representations of solar deities. These symbols serve as the focal point, reminding us of the sun's influence and inspiring us to connect with its vibrant energy. When working with solar deities, learn about their symbolism and offer meaningful tributes. Offer gifts that embody the essence of the sun, such as citrus fruits, honey, sunflower seeds. These kinds of offerings symbolize abundance, sweetness, and the nurturing energy of the sun. Consider creating a ritual to bless your crystals, tools, or sacred objects under the sun's rays. It could be as simple as placing them on your altar or in a sunny window to allow the sun's energy to infuse them. Find a sunny spot outdoors or create a sacred space near a window to bask in the sun's rays each day. Close your eyes, feel the warmth on your skin, and visualize the sun's energy filling you, infusing you with its magic, its vitality, inspiration. Before I wrap up, let's talk about the sun card in tarot. Representing joy, vitality, and enlightenment, the Sun card illuminates our path. It guides us towards self-discovery and embracing our most authentic selves. So grab your tarot deck, find a cozy spot, let's dive into the world of the Sun card, a beacon of warmth, possibility, and personal growth. Its appearance in a tarot reading signifies a time of light, happiness, and inner illumination. Like the rising sun, this card invites us to shine our authentic light, embracing our truest selves and radiating our unique essence into the world. At the center of the card, a glorious sun shines brightly, radiating warmth, light, and positivity. A joyful child sits atop a white horse, representing innocence, pure potential, and the unencumbered spirit. The child's presence reminds me to reconnect with my inner child, and I hope it reminds you to embrace wonder and curiosity and to approach life with a sense of playfulness. Sunflowers bloom at the card's borders, their golden faces turn toward the sun. We already talked about sunflowers symbolizing growth, abundance, the ability to thrive even in a challenging condition. Sunflowers remind us to seek the light, look towards the sun, find nourishment, embrace a personal journey toward fulfillment. When the sun card appears in a tarot reading, it calls us to reflect on our own inner light, inviting us to explore the following aspects of our lives. The sun card suggests that we need to embrace our truest selves and shine without fear of judgment or self-doubt. It encourages us to step into our power, express our unique gifts, and embrace our passions wholeheartedly. The sun card reminds us to tap into our inner wellspring of joy to engage in activities that ignite our passion and to cultivate a zest for life. 
This card encourages us to infuse our daily experiences with laughter and gratitude and just a lightness of spirit. The Sun card illuminates the path of self-discovery. It urges us to explore our desires, our aspirations, and maybe the hidden aspects of ourselves as well. It invites us to venture outside our comfort zone, explore new horizons, and embark on a journey of personal growth and transformation. As we conclude this exploration of solar magic, I hope you feel inspired to embrace the radiant energy of the sun in your spells and rituals. I know so many witches who only work with the moon, but the sun is powerful too, just in a different way. The sun's warmth and power, they hold immense potential for transformation. Add a touch of celestial magic into your practice beyond the moon. Step outside, bask in the sun's golden rays, let its energy ignite your intentions, guide your rituals, and connect you with the luminous presence of solar deities. Embrace the magic that flows from the sun and watch as your practice radiates with newfound brilliance. May the sun and the season of Lunasa infuse your life with warmth and vitality and personal power as we welcome the first harvest with open arms and grateful hearts. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out on future episodes. And if you're enjoying the show, I would be incredibly grateful if you could take a moment to rate and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me and it helps others discover the show. Remember, if you're hungry for more knowledge and eager to dive into the craft, I invite you to visit my website, windmoonmagic.com. That's magic with a K. There you'll find the show notes for this episode, along with a treasure trove of free resources. Also, consider joining me in the Inner Circle. Inside this special membership, you'll gain access to over 22 courses and growing, covering a wide range of topics in modern witchcraft, magic, and herbalism. To stay connected with me and receive updates, inspiration, and glimpses into my journey, follow me on Instagram at windmoonmagic. Remember that's magic with a K and underscores between each word. As we bid farewell for now, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every one of you for joining me on this extraordinary adventure. Your support and presence mean the world to me. Until our paths cross again, may the wind carry whispers of ancient wisdom and may the moonlight guide you on your own magical path. Thank you for joining me today and remember, the runes are calling you to embrace their ancient wisdom. Until next time, 